You're a nervous talker. <laughs> Didn't think I'd ever come back here after my father made me renounce my title and inheritance and... Well, threatened to kill me if I didn't. <laughs> a person just doesn't feel welcome at that point. <laughs> well, I certainly didn't expect to be introducing him to my family. What did you tell your family about me? <laughs> I told them I met you in the north. Did you tell them how far north? Well, it, it wasn't a very large piece of parchment. <laughs> you didn't tell them where I'm really from. You didn't tell them I'm a wildling. The thing is, my father doesn't like wildlings. He hoped I'd make a man of myself by killing some bloody wildlings, so it's probably a good subject to avoid, if at all possible. <laughs> Second Thoughts episode, uh, Second Thoughts on, uh, what, what was the episode title for this one? Blood of My Blood. Blood of My Blood. Episode number six. I'm the host, Mike Marbach, uh, and if we could introduce ourselves, going to the right. Kevin Pettit. RJ Payne. Rob Alessiani. This is RJ's first time doing any of our episodes, right? <sighs> Yay! Welcome. Yeah, first timer, first time, long time. Actually, Welcome. first time. Cool. Uh, so we're going to do a quick social media check-in. Uh, social media, you can find us on Twitter, at SRM Podcast. You can also email us, srmpodcast.gmail.com. Uh, we also have an Instagram, which I haven't used much very recently at all, but that is also uh, at SRM Podcast. Uh, there are photos on there. There are things you can look at. So uh, <laughs> If you're a visual medium. <laughs> yeah. If you... Uh, have sight, uh, then please check that, check that out, and maybe I'll remember the password and update that at some point. Uh, also, we got a tweet I wanted to bring up from Michael Gould, uh, at M-I-C-G-O-U, who says, Michael. while watching, while watching the King's Landing scene, I specifically remember thinking, I can't wait for SRM to talk about Mace. <laughs> uh, Mace in his, uh, feather, he reminded me of like the old Bugs Bunny cartoons where like the big fat guy on a little horse and he just keeps like kicking his legs real hard on the side. I think he's holding a horn. Um, that's what I kept thinking when I saw yeah. this. Hey, the important thing is that he's trying. Yeah. Yeah. And he didn't fall down steps. Yeah. Uh, as far as Ravens from the mailroom, uh, nothing much to speak of right now, although we did get uh, an email. A raven. Uh, Earlier, uh, I already had it down, but there's no way to prove this at this point. Correcting us for, because uh, in, our, in our podcast, uh, the first one, we were talking about Arya and would she know that Joffrey died of poisoning? Uh, I went back and, in fact, she did know. Uh, they were discussing it. Uh, Kevin, you're shaking your head yes. So had you been on that podcast, this would not have been an issue. Yeah. Where were you then? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, New Jersey. <laughs> Susan, thank you for for correcting us. And the other thing was, Benjen disappeared in episode three. We've been saying the first 
we said a couple times the first episode, and I think I even wrote that, but uh, it was episode number three. He was there for the first three episodes okay. and then disappeared. Either okay. way, first season, gone. Early in the and first season. And now he's back. Yeah. Uh, so we'll start with RJ. Uh, then we'll move to Kevin. What do you? Uh, what did you think of this episode? Any general thoughts? I mean, thought it was a good episode. Uh, the season on the whole, I'm enjoying so much more so than uh, you know the previous couple seasons. Um, it's hard to follow up such an emotional episode that was the last episode with yeah. Hold the Door. But um, there's some good things. You know, you didn't see some of the main uh, players that we've been seeing over the past a couple episodes, kind of like the B-Squad of sorts mm-hmm. um, of Game of Thrones. Uh, but yeah, I really like that they started right with Bran and, and kind of gave you an idea that he's going to be okay. And I'm just, you know, my mind is just wandering on what are the the possibility is going to be of his uh, his talents. Yeah. So, Did they bookend that? If I, I, mm-hmm. I didn't rewatch the episode yet, but they bookended. They opened up with Bran, and then they ended with the reveal. Uh, reveal. They ended with Daenerys, but oh, okay. right before Daenerys, right. they uh, they had the pension reveal. Yeah. yeah. That's the only thing I would say is I felt that that was oddly spaced. Yeah. You know? Like, either just have that all at the beginning or have it at the end, but that's more of, a, uh, of an editing thing, I guess. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Kevin? Yeah, I think this episode... It opened up a lot of uh, really cool things that are going to be happening. You know, if we have, what, three more episodes now? We have four, four more episodes. Four more. Thank the gods. Um, <laughs> the gods. And the new. And the new. Um, yeah, I'm just really excited to learn more about Bran's storyline, uh, see where it goes. <clears throat> I do think he's going to go back to the wall. Um, and, yeah, like, Daenerys is going to get... To Marine, I think, at the same time as the Ironborn, which I think they really, <laughs> they're doing some magic on travel in, yeah, in these, yeah. in these yeah, episodes. <laughs> it's like, yeah. and now we're in Dawson. And shipbuilding. And shipbuilding. Yeah, and shipbuilding. Like, literally. I saw a meme that was like, uh, build a thousand ships, your island has no trees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. I guess you're not sleeping in a house tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, awesome. I, I, I missed the podcast before, but I, I think the best slash worst son, line of the season so far is, where is my niece and nephew? Let's go murder them. <laughs> yeah. Like, ugh. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they've been a little heavy-handed with some things. Uh, that character especially. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's jump into uh, just some more discussion on uh, some of the goings-on. Uh, starting with, uh, just to summarize Arya quickly from the last episode, uh, called an audible, uh, she got needle, and now she awaits the waif. Yeah. She was supposed to murder, uh, the woman playing Cersei, mm-hmm. didn't do it, mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, then it was just like, uh, I gotta go get some weapons. <laughs> I think, I think that there's a, there's a secret option here, which is the waif's face is one that, you know, he said one way or another, someone's going to die. So she, her face, no, one way or another, a face will be added. To yeah, the wall. right. I um, think, I think that could be option C. That the, yeah, that the wave space gets added. Yeah, which I think is, I don't see Arya dying. No, right. Uh, so the wave is going to get it. Uh, or Jockin. but she still remains in the House of Black and White. That's, this was, uh, yeah, that's maybe. Uh, this was brought up. Uh, someone had asked. Uh, if uh, someone someone on Twitter, I'm trying. I thought I had it written down here, but ask if uh, we think that Jockin will save Arya. I don't. That would 
If Jock can say, I would be very disappointed if Jock can say, sorry, that would kind of like go against everything that he's been presented to us as, like, that he literally has no feeling. He was fine with dying in Heron Hall. He was like, okay. Um, and then when he was saved, he's like, well, uh, only death pays for life, so who do you want me to kill? Just tell me. And there were no feelings on that. A girl should, a girl must give a name. <clears throat> I would be very disappointed if Jock yeah. had just like, yeah, it would be I, out of character. And Tell I don't some... know, I'm sorry, uh, I don't think it would be that out of character. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen, but I also don't think it would be that out of character. Um, where she's, he's taken her under his wing, um, for seasons now. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's a bit more of a relationship there than I think, um, uh, he probably cares for. If he saves her because it's some kind of like death must pay for life and there's some kind of like it's just not supposed to happen that way and it's not the will of the many-faced god, whatever that means, because now we know they're just assassins. The will of <laughs> the many-faced god is whoever pays me. Mm. Um, then if he saves her, I'll be like, all right, but if he's like, you were the daughter I never had, <laughs> like, then I'd be real upset. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, no, I don't want Jock. I, yeah. Jockin is supposed to be like... Chaotic neutral. Mm-hmm. Like, anything can happen, and he has no moral compass one way or the other. He's just... Like, if this is the D&D uh, character trait rubric, he's, he's square in the middle. Um, I guess chaotic neutral is not square in the middle. Neutral neutral. True neutral. in the middle. True neutral. I don't think he's true neutral. RJ, um, what were you going to say? Well, I think he had a very... Uh, genuine moment when the wave came to him and he said, you know, something along the lines of a girl had a lot of promise. That seemed very genuine and it seemed to me like she had a lot of promise and I really liked her but now she's got to Yeah, go. I guess he did say like don't make it painful but he doesn't they don't seem to, the wave seems to like revel in like she hates rage her. and yeah. and emotion. She He's like, like she, she, she said you promised, okay, you, you <laughs> promised me that if, if she fucks up again, yeah. I get to, Daddy, uh, I want to number I want, number. Yeah, I want to add her face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, um, well, I, I do think that they are more than just assassins. I think there's, you know, we, it's a big, strong theme in here, like the gods, uh, are, you know, we have Raor, mm-hmm. whose, you know, his powers are obviously, you know, can't deny, the red priestesses are making shit happen. The red priests are making shit happen. Yeah. Uh, we've got the others. We've got the drown god. The dr- well, yeah, we, we could see. You know, we could see something from that. And I think it's the big octopus. the many faced god is one that we don't really know much about. Well, wasn't the many faced god literally just like they're talking about like kind of an omnitheistic thing where it's like where everyone has always been praying to the same thing? It's the many faced god. It's got that's why Bravos has. Um, Shrines to every single deity in the entire, in, at least in the book, they didn't really display it. That in the book, they described Bravos as like having, having shrines to every god and nameless gods and gods long, long since have been fallen out of favor and, and knowledge. Um, just, you know, the, they talk about the drowned gods there and then the seven and there's, it's just like the, the house of black and white is the hall to everything. It's just whatever all those gods are actually, that's what it is. So, and then the only god is death. Which is interesting because we talked about uh, the red the red god, you know, yeah. and his one enemy is, you know, the, the darkness. Mm-hmm. So, what you know, does the many-faced god, does uh, this creed 
where does it fall in line with that? Is it is it their direct you know, nemesis yeah. or we don't know? I think the option D is that Arya. I think a lot of people are talking about Arya. That was when she was watching that play, and that play that we kind of bemoaned was very formative for Arya. Like, really made her reconnect. Yeah. Um, it was kind of hacky, but it really made her reconnect with, with what she'd been through. Um, I, I mean, I had a lot of stuff to say about it from a viewer's perspective. Yeah. Uh, but from a story perspective, yeah. Sure, for sure, sure. For sure. This wasn't a personal attack. She's realizing yeah. that she's Get meant my for a life on the stage. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is option D, like, literally she runs off and joins she the does, acting troupe. She becomes a player. <laughs> yeah, she does summer think, stock. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and community theater. An she's doing Waiting for a Godot yeah. in Marine. Yeah. Midnight at the Oasis. We're taking um, this show all the way to King's Land. Because I think a lot of people are saying, like, either, like, no, this is, this is Arya who's going to find her way back to Westeros. And I'm like... Did she reconnect with her past, or is this her just like finally taking control? Because she's been serving someone forever. Is this finally her kind of taking taking herself back and serving yeah, herself? I think so. I, thought, what I think she'll yeah. be headed back to Westeros by the season's end. She's going to open an improv. Yes, studio. she's going to open up an improv <laughs> theater uh, where classes will only be one hundred ninety nine dollars <laughs> through July seventeenth. That's actually here at Fit. Go to fitcomedy.com. Seven city. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think there's so I mean there's just so much potential with it, with this whole assassins uh, guild and you know this magical ability. I, I feel like something big has to come out of it. Like, yeah. She's imbued with some kind of power or something. Any closing thoughts RJ? Well, I, I think it's maybe a bit of a pattern in Arya's kind of story arc is that she'll kind of wander for a while and then have a dramatic event happen in her life, and then she gets reinvigorated with the principles, and then maybe get off course a little bit, and then again. So this seeing this play bring up all these memories might be that dramatic moment that she needed to be like, oh yeah, my list, remember? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Let's um let's talk about Arya more when we spoil the titles of the episodes yes. that are coming up later. Yep. Uh, right now we're going to go to uh, Sam and Gilly, where Sam has taken Heart's Bane, had his uh, fuck it moment. Yeah. Uh, fuck yeah. you, fuck this, <laughs> fuck everybody, I'm out of here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't I, think he's going to the Citadel. I think, I think this is a, there, there is zero that the, if we're talking about I mean, in a show that, that thinks you can build a thousand ships in, in a couple weeks worth of programming, um, maybe you can become a maester of the Citadel in a couple weeks worth of programming, but it, it makes zero sense for me from a story perspective to keep Sam in the Citadel. He needs to somehow stumble upon the knowledge of how to make Dragonglass. He's basically like the art. Yeah, his function in the story is building up the arsenal. Mm-hmm. So I think he does make it to the Citadel, and I think there's, yeah, you know, I don't, without spoiling anything, there's, I think there's something that he needs. I think he needs to meet someone at the Citadel. Yeah, I think that's a key point. Uh, I had brought up on one of the previous podcasts that uh, Jorah could end up at the Citadel, where he's researching uh, <laughs> researching cures. Uh, and then him and Sam is like, hey, could you pass other. me that book? Uh, hey, you know, so Joe Romo. Gendry gave him a ride across the narrow sea. Yeah. So just been for four seasons. dropped all my books. His arms are just huge. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I, I do think that he is going to Old Town. He is going to the Citadel. Uh, and uh, that there will be. I mean, we're having so many run-ins. Uh, I had tweeted earlier uh, that we hadn't seen the Riverlands in seasons, 
And now that place is getting so ridiculously crowded yeah. that so many run-ins yeah. are going to be happening. Yeah. It's going to be fantastic. Remember, remember when remember when Sansa bumped into Peter last season? We were like, "Oh my oh, god!" Yeah. This is like the 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 amount of this is an episode where people are like, "Oh, it's a building episode." A lot of things built up. Fucking Benjen came back yeah. this episode. Yeah. Like that would have been an absolute tentpole of a whole season. Yeah, yeah, but now it's just like and now it's just like he's just a, there to show them to the it's bigger a thing, thing that happened in a transitioning like mm-hmm. setup Amazing. episode. So it's what's nuts. Uh, getting back to Sam and Gilly? Yeah, uh, anything else uh, on on this particular story? What do you think? What do you th- where do you think they're going, RJ? I'm honestly torn. I, I mean, I, I understand the argument for now, like. Maybe they're not going to Old Town, but I mean, the only reason they wouldn't go to Old Town is because they don't accept women and children, right? right. So he still has that same problem. Mm-hmm. I think he might be going off on a tangent that we have we haven't really conceived yet. You know, like conceive it. I uh, I really hope that Gilly and the kid are not used as some kind of like getting Sam his fire, like to fight thing. Like I hope they don't just kill Gilly. Yeah, or and they've already like, used that. A bit. They've used that. Like, let's use the women in the show as a device to get the men all riled up yeah. to well, fight. With Sam in particular, he doesn't really fight for himself ever. He only fights to protect yeah. people. So so that would... I, I would like to see Sam find... Because this was the first episode where he did kind of, like, say, Nah, fuck it. I'm taking the sword. It is mine by birthright. I'm taking my girl. taking my adopted kid. And I'm heading somewhere. I have a taking this dress. I have a <laughs> prediction. Because I think before we even get to wherever he ends up... There's no way he does that. His dad and his brother don't catch up to them. Uh, I think like, there is a way. Uh, I don't see that happening. And the way that I see that happening is is almost like he's gearing up. Randall's getting all his shit together to go hunt for uh, for Sam and Gilly, and then a raven comes and says, "You're needed in King's Landing uh, for uh, urgent business." Or his wife goes, "You sit down. <laughs> yeah. The sword is the boy's sword. You were so rude at dinner. Yeah. I've lost my appetite." Because uh, this this ties into the. Uh, King's Landing story, which we'll get into. In Where a are the Tarleys? The Tarleys are sworn to. They would be sworn to the phrase. Because aren't they from the Riverlands? Mm-hmm. I don't That's think so. Uh, Randall Tarley is uh, in the High Garden army. Uh, okay, that makes sense. Okay. Yes, that's right. That's right because he's one of the bannermen of uh, Renly, right? He was a Renly Bannerman, so then he yeah he joined with all those. War of the Five Kings, man. Seems like it was only yesterday, right? <laughs> uh, so yeah, that'll tie in uh, something we'll talk about in a moment. Uh, anything else on Sam and Gilly? If they are not going to the Citadel, where do you think that they would end up? Mm, the Conceived. only thing that makes sense is north to me. Riverlands, the Riverlands, back to the wall, back to the, the wall, back to at least back towards the wall, and then they're like, "Oh, what? What's wrong with Winterfell? <laughs> it looks like there's a kerfuffle." <laughs> yeah, what's what's all I mean, that about? Eh? I think it's very. I think we might. Uh, the device might be the Band of Brothers. Oh yeah, and I'm sorry. The, the Brotherhood without the, banners. Uh, the the yeah, Easy Company. <laughs> they made up an Easy Company and Fox Company. Parachute in right yeah. before Normandy. The the Heartbreak Ridge. Um, yeah. All right. Just uh, more references. So let's go to uh, Danny. Mounted Drogon gave another speech. Yeah. Yawn. Uh, <laughs> it was it was real. I guess I just I didn't think that the wasn't this didn't this serve the purpose of showing us that she can now mount the dragon again that and she has control. Mounts. Yeah. That yeah. she can Over summon. Yeah. That she can summon, mount, and control. Because, like, this was essentially... Uh, the speech part of it, 
I thought she had them all. I mean, they're all following her. Yeah, she was at the head of the Kalasar, all yeah. the Kalasars. Yeah. So I'm not like I was. And now they got a little pep in their step. I'm like, ooh, a dragon. <laughs> now they have a now they have a mascot. Yeah. Um, I was listening to hardcore Game of Thrones so earlier good. today, and uh, yeah, Caitlin Weigel uh, recommended it to me, so I just listened to the first friend of the podcast, yeah. <laughs> Caitlin Weigel, and, and they mentioned the lore is you know once a dragon takes a master, it's like it's for that's life. It. Yeah, yeah. They don't. So what, once Danny rides Drogon, no one else will ever it's ride. Not going to accept another rider for so, life. And then I think it's like the will wants. she be able to ride the other ones? Probably not, right? She's, well, she's got Drogon. The dragon's got three heads, so we need two more. We need two of the riders. Go. Uh, <laughs> any other other thoughts on this? Uh, I thought Danny's questions before she mounted Drogon were like just woefully unprepared. Like, hey, how many ships? Yeah. Do you think we're going to need for this invasion well, that I'm totally committed to at this point? Yeah. <laughs> uh, she's a well, horses plus the men. It's like, Pulls out an abacus. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. You should have planned this stuff maybe a little bit. Uh, Carry the seven. Is Danny, and they brought this up on the um, Talking Thrones uh, kind of garbage uh, <laughs> after the fact show. Um, but we were talking about it earlier, and I don't want to uh, trash talk on the podcast, um, but it stinks. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but the, the one thing they brought up, and it's not like them having a huge revelation. It's like, oh, the internet's been all a buzz about this, and it has. But like, is Danny a villain? Well, uh, they say every time a Targaryen's born, you flip a coin. Yes, yeah. madness or greatness, um, and sometimes both. Like you know, she, um, you know, if she meets up with. Jon Snow, and says, like, he, what's his, his response going to be, your father murdered my family. Yeah, I think Danny before the end of the series, has to kill a beloved character in battle. Um, I think it, I almost would be astounded if it didn't happen. I would be disappointed if we get, like, the mega happy ending of, like, Danny and John get married and have babies. Um, that would be real dumb. I think that this, and especially in that last speech Danny gave, it wasn't like we're going there and we're gonna bring um, we're gonna bring peace and prosperity to Westeros. It's like no, we're going to kill them in their iron suits. We're going to burn their yeah. their stone buildings to the ground. Now maybe she's only saying that because she's talking with the Dothraki and that's kind of she's speaking their language of war. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, Dario pulls her aside and was like, "Hey, all that stuff about like death and destruction." No, no, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. But you were. You kind of really we'll got them riled up. We'll figure it out. <laughs> she doesn't. They're not, there's no going back. <laughs> she doesn't really know yet about the real war. Yeah. So I, I think that they've been teasing us with her as kind of like the hero for the past couple seasons, and now she may be pivoting. You know, because the um, her man, her uh, her fuckboy said, you know, you're a conqueror. You're not made to sit on a conqueror. <laughs> I don't think he. Conqueror. I don't think he was telling her anything she didn't know. I don't think like that was like a. Aha moment for Danny. I think Danny hasn't changed. I think Danny's always been flying her own flag. I just think maybe because as viewers we see like, oh, it's this really cool badass chick that has dragons and she's survived so much and she's lived through so much terrible things that like maybe the whole time we're kind of ignoring the fact that like she wants to conquer an entire continent with what is essentially a nuclear option. Like I want to hold – yeah, like – So it's pretty – you, not, you guys all think that at some point in this series, we're going to see a field of whites and a dragon or two just take them out? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Okay. I want that sooner than later. It, it, <laughs> part of it could happen this season. Like, the way they're, the way they're tearing off, you know, yeah. I don't know. 
I don't know. That could happen in episode nine. With you know, episode nine is usually the thing we see something insane uh, happen. This just reminds me of one other thing we didn't explore too much of in the uh, first impressions, and that is uh, Dickon. I think his name Rickon. is no, no, oh, Dickon. Okay. <laughs> uh, Dickon Tarley. I think his name is. Uh, we'll 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 correct this on the uh, <laughs> on the next podcast, but I'm pretty sure it's Dickon, uh, and that's his younger Sam's younger brother. Uh, just outright like White Walkers. What are you a moron? Yeah, they don't exist. Yeah. Uh, and that is that. How the way that news travels around so yeah. quick, and everybody just believes a lot of this stuff. But White Walkers is is so out of the box that they can't understand how it could possibly be the case. We know that Master Amon, uh, that awesome moment where he's like, "How many ravens do we have? Get them all ready, yeah. uh, and send them to the five corners of the uh, of, of Westeros yeah. and Essos. Uh, let people know bad shit's going down." And well, as far no as, one does anything. As far north as Winterfell with the Boltons currently, or, yeah. or or the Iron Islands, like no one, no one, no one south of the Wall, even a little bit south of the Wall, mm-hmm. unless you count the Gift, yeah, uh, which is all wildlings right now. But no one south of having seen them in person thinks they're anything other than just like you know old man's tales. Legends. Go back and watch uh, episode. I think it might be the episode because I was watching it um, where Benjen leaves. It was one of one of the the first three episodes. Uh, and Tyrion when he's at the wall, mm-hmm. uh, talking about like you, you know you can't really convince me that grumpkins and snobs yeah, yeah, and giants really do exist. It's all you know garbage. Uh, so to see that and now him going down into the cellar and. Uh, eye to eye with the dragon and calming it down is pretty ridiculous. Yeah, pretty so, ridiculous. <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> nailed it. Um, yeah, I think it, it, it's it's why there's a hard time like caring about the high septon and and, any, and anything like that. Like the only thing you care about that is like just get your act together because like literally the undead horde is yeah. is marching. And make um, no mistake. But what the dead are coming. I don't know if we're talking about it. I'm sure we are, but what Benjen said, I rewatched it today and I guess I I wasn't t- live tweeting this time so I could like, pay more attention. Mm-hmm. Um and and I and I picked up this time when we was like, yeah, and you'll be waiting for them. Like something that Bran is able to do now that he's the three-eyed raven. Yeah. Is gonna like uh, be be a huge boon against the uh, the White Walkers. So yeah. I don't know uh, what that could be. I still think uh, we'll, we'll talk about Brandon. Yeah, I'll wait. I'll hold off. We'll talk about Brandon. Okay, Kevin, you were about to say something. Mm, so many things. Great. Moving on. I'm just kidding. Do you have anything? No, no, no we can go ahead. Okay. Uh, then let's go to uh, Marjorie. Playing everybody. <laughs> Has this to be, this right? is one of the things that annoyed yeah. me about some of the stuff that I've seen since this episode aired is them saying, like, Marjorie's in the Sparrow's pockets. Like, did you even watch the previous yeah. episode? Yeah. yeah. She is Maybe screwing over. Have... What's that? Maybe they didn't have such a great TV where they could, like, really read her eyes. <laughs> yeah, right. Because, uh, like, if you could see her eyes, uh, it's all there. Quit watching she, on your phone, people. She yeah. even talked Tommen into this. Mm-hmm. So, are you each because this will frame the discussion a little bit, are you each of the opinion that Marjorie is playing everybody? Yes. Yes. Including Tommen. Yes. Kevin? Uh, I might as well jump on board with that. I mean, I don't, I don't disagree with it. Okay. Uh, well, then let's, uh, let's proceed down that path for a moment. What's her end game? Um, Get the fuck out. <laughs> getting close enough to the Sparrow to take him out or... 
take over as him. Um, maybe, cause maybe if you have like the high sparrow being the queen and the king being Tommen, then it's like, you know, you're, 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 you've got the real, cause right now the power behind the throne is the high sparrow. She doesn't even really want to take over the crown. She wants, she has it. She yeah. wants to take over the, the faith militant. Question um, here. In the line of secession, Tommen dies. It's Marjorie? If the line of succession would go to either um, Marcellus Uncle Kevin. Lannister, Kevin, Kevin Lannister, or Jamie Lannister. Mm. Well, uh, I don't think it goes to the Queen Regent. We'll look uh, look which into which, it. Yeah, I uh, actually read a, an article, um, and it said it, it took a very convoluted path in terms of the line of succession, but it somehow ended up back at Cersei. Which would be quite interesting. Oh, for yeah, the I think I did see something like that. Implications of Tom and dying. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not super convinced that Marjorie, although she's playing Tom and, is out to get com- get Tom and killed. No, I, I yeah. see that as a as a likely yeah. thing yeah. to happen. Casualty. Yeah. Casualty. Casualty. Woman said. I think she wants him as as part of the plan, but if he's gonna totally be just to be drinking the Kool Aid, then she'll yeah. sacrifice. So him. if she's in this, and let's say she takes out. Or whatever her, her actions take out mm-hmm. uh, the High Sparrow, and Tommen dies as a result. We're not sure if it would be the case that she would just be queen, and the Tyrells would kind of take over King's Landing. Yeah, not sure. Okay, I don't. Uh, I don't see. I don't see any point in the show um, putting the Lannisters at odds with the Tyrells again, because like we've already seen that season. Mm-hmm. So it, it would just be doubling back for me. So I think there's going to be some something uh, new. Yeah. All right. Uh, as a result of this, uh, Jamie was stripped of his Lord Commander of the Kingsguard um, uh, dress uh, and is now headed and title uh, and duties uh, and is now headed to the Riverlands. Uh, and Tywin was alive to seize. His heir. Yeah. Uh, Tywin would just shoot him off to Casterly Rock. That's where I thought they were going to... What they were going to do with him. He always wanted him to shoot Yeah. Tywin would just be like, Oh, oh, what a shame. No longer Lord Commander, huh? Yeah. Oh. we got a big old party happening. <laughs> Guess you can get married and have a kid now. <laughs> yeah. We have a big party happening in the Riverlands. We have... Uh, uh, the Brienne, Brothers. yeah, we have the, we have Pacific Rim. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Pacific Rim. <laughs> the Pacific. I don't know what it is. <laughs> yes. uh, we have uh, Brienne headed there. We got Jamie headed there. We got Blackfish uh, confirmed alive and is uh, going to be appearing in the next episode. Um, we Frey. we we have a oh, fray, the of course. bumbling idiot phrase. All the phrase. Uh, They're all wearing like Elmer Fudd hats. <laughs> yeah, we got we got an Edmure sighting last uh, last episode. Um, uh, so what Wait, else? When, they, when, they, when she sent Brienne to the Riverlands, was Tormund going with her? No, no. They were like so. leaving together. Yeah, he was lined up on the horses. I think Tormund is going. To meet with the wildlings to yeah. organize them. Yeah, because well, they, they didn't they tease that in the yeah. preview. Yeah, a little bit. Tormund has got one of those like little fourth grade fortune tellers. Like, oh, like, B R I E N N E. You'll kiss her. <laughs> that was all visual. Sorry, guys. Yeah, it's all right. Uh, they get it. Uh, yeah. So there's a whole lot of whole lot of possibilities for the Riverlands right now. Uh, we'll talk a little bit in the previews. 
uh, of what we know is going to happen, um, but what would you like to see happen? Well, I think uh, I think sending Jamie to the Riverlands is uh, a move by Uncle Kevin, because if you notice in that scene, Tommen is kind of turning to Kevin for reassurance in terms of this decision, mm-hmm. and Kevin's just standing there stoic. So I think... You know, he might be, you know, puppeteering a bit to kind of like rid the kingdom of not yeah, just Cersei. Jamie, but also Cersei at some Cersei point. and Jamie yeah. get split up. I yeah. think, I think he's been sent to the Riverlands to continue to be, you know, the, the, the dog of the phrase down there. But I think this is where we actually see the lion and the fish and the wolf start to band together. Because like, Jamie has no vested interest in the Lannisters staying on the right side of anything that's going on at King's Landing. Yeah. Um, if he sees like, hey, Brynn Tully's a hell of a, of, a ta- of a military tactician. He's taken back the Riverlands from a bunch of dum-dums. Um, but he's taken it back. Oh, and Brienne's here now, my old friend Brienne, with what news? Oh, John's, John's here and Sansa's alive. And no, this John was dead and was brought back to life. Jon Snow's dead. No, 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 wait, let me finish. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, where's my sword? Did you get in? Not so fast. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I don't. I mean, if you're like watching a football game and you could be like, well, you know what? Like the score and the momentum are telling two different stories right now. Yeah, the score has, um, you know, uh, Ramsey up. The, the the high sparrow up, but like knowing all the details and watching everything from our perspective, like the momentum seems to be shifting in the direction of the Starks and and the good guys. Some would say which probably you, means everyone's going to die. Some would say <laughs> you just described the uh, Democratic primary. Yeah, maybe <laughs> some. Um, yeah. So what I would like to see is kind of along those lines where Brienne. Meets up with with Jamie because mm-hmm. uh, she's headed right. She's headed there. She's headed to the building. So it's going to be. We know from the preview that uh, there's a, there's a, a meeting between mm-hmm. uh, Jamie and uh, uh, what's it, Brendan. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I see her just like playing cards or something, uh, just out of earshot, uh, and she'd be like, "What is that? Is that?" Is that it can't, old, it can't be. Is that, is that old Kingsland? Is that old Iron End? <laughs> Where is our living breed? Just as they're about to come to blows, yeah. she interrupts. The and then, what about Ron? Where is he at? Yeah, Bron. Yeah, that's going to yeah. be there too. Uh, they better explain something. Yeah, it's just like sorry. Yeah, I've had. I ate in Flea's bottom. This had a had imp- case of bad pussy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's just going to go on a bender. Yeah, for a couple episodes. Well, one of the things that the show has been doing. You know, taking storylines in the book that I thought were just kind of like done, kaput, and they're like working them back in. Yeah, and this it's really interesting because now there's there's stuff that is potentially going to happen in the Riverlands that I'm excited to see. Yeah, uh, cool. So we'll uh, we'll end that there for for now. Uh, let's go on to uh, Benjamin's back. <laughs> back again. Yeah. Ben Jin's back, uh, and he's got some. He had a, a brand had a bunch of visions. We saw uh, some really cool visuals. Uh, we got the, we saw the Mad King. We saw Jamie there. Um, so yeah, Ben Jin's back, and Bran's a three eyed raven. Where are they going? Uh, gotta be the wall. It's gotta be the yeah. wall. Yeah. yeah. Um, unless he's like got to find another heart tree, but I think all the heart trees are yeah. probably. 
south of the wall at this point. Yeah. Just on um, the grove north of the wall. This yeah. was Brand's save point. Yeah, he has. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yep. he has. Uh, he can start back over. He's got to start. He's just got to start like killing a bunch of little spiders and just really like <laughs> yes. XP mining. Yeah, it's interesting. Or giant ice spiders. Yeah. I, I think now the device that the writers have used is Brand's just going to have flashbacks from like from from now on forever. He's just going to like the, keep unpacking the information that the Three Eyed Raven just like. Downloaded into his brain, yeah. right? The, inter- the intercept. Is he gonna? Is he gonna flash back to like the key to driving the White Walkers back? Is that gonna be like how they were driven north in the first place? Is he gonna flash back to? Well, I thought I that know. the power was very specific in that he could only see through weirwood trees. That's pretty sure how it was described in the in the books. In the books, yes, but in the show, we've had no. He's there was no weirwood tree outside of. The Tower of Joy. Right. There was no weirwood tree in the middle of Winterfell. Like, I mean, if, if you're talking literally, like, he can see from the perspective of the eyes of a weirwood tree, not like, oh, anywhere within a square mile of a weirwood tree, you're, you're good. Um, I think, I just don't know what his, I see what his powers are. I don't know how, other than gaining information, they're able to, like, help. Yeah. Uh, unless he's able to set off some kind of mental uh, EMP, I think oh, Benjen shut all the dead guys down. I think Benjen is going to probably serve a little bit of that role, and uh, Benjen probably has a better grasp, or seems to have a better grasp on what yeah. Brand can do than Brand can right now. Yeah. Uh, so we'll, he, he will probably uh, work with him a bit. Yeah. Well, one of the things that the Three Eyed Raven did for Brand was, you know, like kind of get into his dreams and mm-hmm. like get, tell him you need to. Wake up! Yeah, so he can potentially do that for other people. Yeah. yeah. Well, do you guys think Brand's only going to be observing the past, or do you think he's going to be like affecting it intentionally or unintentionally? Yeah, affecting the door is the only real instance that we'll see of. I think I think that that closed loop is kind of the only instance that we we'll see of that. I hope so because that would be a hell of it. That was a really amazing reveal. Yeah. If it. Other, if you keep, if you overuse that, it just becomes this like Deus Ex Machina. That it's like, oh, well, Bran went back and, and warged into Sir Ilan Payne and never killed his dad. And now his dad shows up. It was, up. uh, it was also such an emotional moment, I think, for Bran that could cause him to be extremely careful and hesitant to do anything like that. So if it happens again, it's probably going to be one super, very focused, one time only effort. Yeah. Um, but who knows? And he's just really, really exploring these powers. So, I mean, what he'll be able to do from here, we don't know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, any other uh, any other quick thoughts on, on that? Super interesting. Cool. <laughs> uh, so, main things from the... Uh, this is a spoiler alert. Uh, we are going to talk about uh, next time on... Game of Thrones uh, from the trailer that was just put out. Uh, so uh, you can turn off at this point, and if you really want to hear our standout stars, go, go to the end and rewind a little bit. Uh, but for now, uh, here it is. We got Blackfish facing off against Jamie. Edmure's threatened, uh, and we see Bronn. Uh, Elena and Cersei are back at it. Uh, the people of the North, uh, John, Sansa, Tormund, they're on a friend-finding mission. We see House Glover. We see House Mormont. Uh, we see Davos being Davos, and the dead are coming. Uh, and Yara, Theon, set up shop somewhere. Uh, Tormund talking to wildlings. 
Um, and then I have something else we'll talk about in a moment. But what do you, any, any thoughts on what we are going to see? I only got eyes for the blackfish right now. <laughs> if the whole episode dealt with nothing but following the blackfish around, being gruff at people, I would be very happy. Where do you think Yara and Theon are? What do, where do they look like? Headed to Marine. Uh, not headed to, but it didn't seem like they were at Marine, did it? Oh, I'm trying to think. Maybe I didn't see the preview that or pay that much attention to that part. Um, Port right. Town on the way. Yeah, sounds good. Bravos. That's, that's a fair fair bet. Port of Call. That was my guess. Bravos. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's how Arya jumps back into the mix. Well, they did. Mm-hmm. They said they stole their some of their best ships, so they have a sizable amount of ships. They could do some damage, or they could like offer like offer their fleet to someone else that they could. Potentially create new allies. It looked like yeah, there was about yeah. 100 ships that were floating out of uh, the Iron Islands. Yeah, yeah. They, they took all their ships. 100 the ships with about 30 like people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. One person per ship. <laughs> yeah. uh, just, just sail them close. Yeah. We got a lot of, we got to do a lot make, of double make duty. Make them look bigger. Uh, yeah, Elena and Cersei are back at it. Um, I'm not, I don't know much about House Glover. Uh, we definitely know House Mormont. House Glover's words are, I'm getting too old for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, Mormonts. We definitely, definitely know. We know that they are friends of the Starks, but uh, Glover seem to have a little bit of a side eye in the yeah. preview. So check that out. Um, there was one particular frame uh, or set of frames. Uh, quick clip <clears throat> where my guess is it's the Hound. Well, the game bowl is. I know they've been talking about this freaking trial by combat for like yeah. the whole season. The title season. title of the episode is "Broken Man," uh, so that could very well brand point to several. <laughs> as I was going to say, to uh, to several people, but one of those people could be the Hound. Uh, yeah. He's been teased, uh, so I think that that is a possibility. And uh, go back and watch the uh, the preview. Yeah, I just don't know because it looks like those people just kind of. Uh, dead around him, uh, so it could also just be a flashback of of brands. Uh, the hype is real. There's what? zero chance the hound is isn't alive. The hype is real. Um, and we know the episode titles, so you've been given oh, a spoiler alert. Super spoiler alert! Yeah, now. Uh, you've been given a spoiler alert for previews, but now this is looking uh, further ahead. Uh, so if you don't like to know the episode titles, uh, the episode title for episode eight coming up. Uh, yeah, yeah. Do you not want to know? Uh, no one. Episode nine, Battle of Bastards. Episode ten, Winds of Winter. Yeah. So, a uh, lot of lot of very big possibilities from those from those titles, uh, which I'm very much looking forward to. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Uh, let's go around and just give our standout star for uh, for you two. That is someone that you believe will be the standout star. Uh, for episode seven, someone you think is going to rise above, uh, someone that is gonna, going to what? Oh, go ahead. Uh, someone that uh, we're going to see that we haven't seen in a while could be any take on the standout. I mean, the answer is Blackfish, right? Like that's, that's <laughs> okay. The, Rob's uh, Rob's pick is Blackfish. <laughs> yeah, there's 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 no chance that the standout star of this episode is not Blackfish. That's yeah. Okay. Okay. Very easy. Rob's on the board with Blackfish. RJ. Yeah, I kind of like my under... It's a little bit of an underdog pick, but I, I really like Tormund. Uh, I think uh, his character, he kind of has a lot to to grow and go with his character. So, I mean, I think we're going to see kind of a fiery speech uh, 
that he gives to the wildlings to kind of rally them behind John's cause. And I, I honestly don't know how they're going to respond because they're yeah. still wildlings. So they really have no no banner, no family. So it'll be interesting to see if he can rally them. Yeah, I built you a flag. In that same vein, I think we'll see Sansa get all inspirational and give yeah. her like a halftime rally speech. <laughs> it'll be like montage of of bearded men slamming their mugs on tables going Aah! it'll be it'll be people like pulling yeah. pulling old folded up stark banners from under their beds that they were hiding yeah. yeah uh for me i would say that uh standout star going to be uh haven't seen him in a couple seasons now or at least a season and a half uh, <laughs> no it's been longer than that for him i'm gonna say the hound yeah. i think we're gonna oh, see him this yeah. coming episode and uh I, he's not going to stand out in terms of doing much, I don't think, at this particular episode, so much as just being there. Right. And that's enough for me. I do not think we're going to see the Hound because we're seeing Blackfish again. I don't... Do you give those two things up in one episode? Maybe this season they do. Because uh, they are... We saw uh, yeah. Benjen in the last huge. one. Yeah. Um, we saw Edmure come back. We saw Frey. I think this season, there's no pacing problem. I... Yeah. At this time last year, if someone would have told me, like, Serio Pharrell, is there a chance he comes back? I would have been like, no, nah, it would have been my dream come true. But, like, the way this season's going, like, who the hell knows? Yeah. Serio Pharrell would be the biggest return no, possible yeah, for this show. Bigger than Ned Stark. Still could be Jack and Hagar. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Still could be. Still could be. He could, uh, <gasps> Oh, my God. Peel it's the it last off. thing that happens before she kills him. She kills him, and then he takes over this thing, and it's been Syria the whole time. Uh, that would be bittersweet. If I call yeah. him, uh, I get all the points. Yeah, <laughs> you get all the points. Uh, all right, uh, then that'll do it for us. Uh, I want to thank Kevin, Rob, RJ for uh, for stepping in for the chats. Uh, you can follow us on uh, Twitter, at SRMPodcast. Uh, email us, srmpodcast.gmail.com. We will be back on Monday morning, uh, if not very soon after the episode ends on Sunday. Uh, we got a big one coming up. Uh, thanks, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.